Boy, it's raining cats and dogs out there, and I'm here with that one cool cat keeping his paws dry and his fur. You know what? I got nothing. Hey, Sam. You heard a year fo- first, folks. Welcome to Podcat, the premier podcast of the Podcat Podcast Network. I'm one of your cool cats. My name's Sam Brady. I'm joined, as always, by Veronica. How's it going today, Veronica? Hey, it's going okay. I woke up with a... Uh, my neck and shoulder hurting real bad, but I took care of it, and now I'm feeling just a little tender. How's your day, Sam? Good. I slept for like 12 or 13 hours. Good, good. And then I've been slowly moping around through the day. Yeah. And it's been great. I just finished um, an incredible explosion of work to finish out 2L year. Yeah. And now I'm a Ryzen 3L. He's Woo! a Ryzen 3L. Do you guys remember when you first met this cool cat? He was not even in law school, was not even considering. Was not even in college. <laughs> yeah, you were not even in college. And now, uh, through the power of this audience and mostly his own brain, we've got him to 3L. That's this you're going to be entering your last year of law school, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. So, um, for those of you that don't know, they say that your 1L year, which is your first year, um, they scare you to death. That's right. The second, they work you to death. Yes. Which we found out was very true. So far, it's all been true to form. (laughs) And your third year, they bore you to death. Yes. So. That follows a, a... A trajectory uh, that kind of assumes a couple of classic markers. Uh, one that you you compete just tooth and nail for grades for OCI and one L for those those competitions, which is you know, a very scary process. OCI is on campus interview. Yes, and it's depending on your school it, that might be for a, a lot of the where you where you see as there being opportunity for you to have the job that you that you want. Uh, and then 2L, uh, especially if you start at a journal or a law review, mm-hmm. it can be kind of a hazing crucible of, you know, work. I really enjoyed my journal. I think I, I learned a lot from it, and I think my journal has a uniquely positive culture. But just the other things that you layer on top of your normal school experience, which is already pretty grueling, can lead you to the work you to death. Sort of, you, you get a pretty unsustainable little sprint of, of work through that year. And the bore you to death can be if, if in that trajectory you already have your firm job or whatever job locked in, just kind of assuming a traditional uh, timeline, and you're in a terminal degree, there's no degree that you need to get after this, You the grades stop to, cease to have any power over you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it's, and it's just kind of like, well, okay, I'll <laughs> slog to the you end. You want me to pay another year to be here to get this piece of paper for the job I already or, have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- that certainly isn't the, the path for everyone, but... There's a lot of wisdom to that in, in that if you're competing for the OCI in, in year one, if you're killing yourself to meet the journal deadlines in, in year two, and if you've already got the job in year three, but you have to slog to the end, yeah, for sure. That'd be the whole whole arch. So um, feeling pretty happy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to have you. Uh, one of the things I want to even say struggle with, I mean, we walked into this pretty eyes wide open about whether it was going to be as far as a time commitment um i'm excited to have you be at home and like not having yeah and present for 
weekends and evenings and stuff like that, I think it'll be really nice. Yeah, for sure. I definitely would work all day and then work all night for quite a bit of the last stretch of this journey. Yeah. So it'd be nice to not be doing that. I'll, I'll still have jobs this summer, but they'll be eight to fives. And mm-hmm. then I'll be here off a regular old person. So very A regular old person, he says. <laughs> um, what are you looking forward to in the future? So definitely spending some time with you and having a summer Maybe GeeklyCon this July will be really cool. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh I think it'll be fun. Yeah, so. That's good. We're going to go see Paul McCartney um, next Saturday, so that's exciting. Oh, it's this soon. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, it was end of summer. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I was able to get like a super good deal on some lawn seats for Paul McCartney, and so I bought them so that we could uh, take the kids and let them see one of the Beatles perform. So pretty oh, exciting. Cool. I'm really excited because I really, I just genuinely love the music of the Beatles. Yeah. Um, and I guess Paul McCartney, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you one solo thing that he's ever done. <laughs> so I'm really hoping there's some good Beatles bangers in that because otherwise I'm going to be like, I don't fucking know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Um so yeah, pretty excited about that. I want to do some kayaking with you this oh, summer. Oh yeah, that'll be fun for sure. Um, oh, and we we brought a new cat into the house. There is a new cat in the extended podcast family. Yeah, he's a black cat. He's like two months old. He's right? two months old and full of vigor and vinegar. No, I wouldn't say vinegar. He's actually pretty nice. His name's Salem. His name is Salem. And, yeah, he's just a real stone-cold cutie. Paxton, our cat of, we got him in November, so six-ish, seven-ish months now, is uh, really excited to have a chew toy in Salem. So we kind of have to keep an eye on them both. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, I do think Paxton will accidentally hurt them. But they seem to be having a good time together. They like to, you know, play fight and wrestle and bunny kick each other. So that's cute. Yeah, they're a couple of cuties. And you've been really hoping for a friend for Paxton for a minute. Yes. I feel, because when we got Paxton, it was like November. So I had a lot of time off for holidays and stuff like that. So I was able to be around a lot for Paxton as a kitten. And, um, you know, now... He's lonely. He doesn't have his best friend at home. So I needed to get another cat so he could be, you know, not stuck here with Happy, who hates everyone's guts all the time. Happy is a grumpy old lady. Yeah, she has turned into um, uh, an old Karen. What's an old Karen called? I don't know. But anytime that Paxton walks by, she yarps at him. And then she walks in to tell us, like, we're the manager. We're like, go away, you jerk. (laughs) Stop barking for no reason. Um, So, yeah. Happy's kind of turned into a jerk. But, you know, we're trying to give her love and attention and stuff like that. So Take her on plenty of walks. Yeah, lots of walking. and, And then she just still acts kind of the same. Yeah. Although she is letting Paxton take over all of her beds, which is nice of her. <laughs> sure. 
Um, what else have we been up to? <gasps> we Go saw ahead. an awesome movie last night. We did. It was a great show. Uh, do you want to tell the audience what movie it was? You tell them. I've been talking a everything, lot. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, it was so good. It was really good. It instantly popped into my maybe top five favorite films of all time. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, it's been out for a little bit. So I would highly suggest you go to the theater and see it. It's an A24 film, and so you know it's going to be good. So just get out there. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Loved it. Get in your car. There's all kinds of things you can know about this movie or not know about this movie, but just know that it's going to be a great time. Yeah. Um, I went into this movie having just known about the actors. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was it. Yeah. I knew nothing else. I didn't know the premise. That's true. I knew about, um, I'd say, the male and female uh, leads. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Although, um, the Joy. Uh, the I, daughter? I, I don't know that actor. I know she goes by many names uh, in, in, over the course of the film. Uh, but I did not know so much about her, her story, or her uh, prominence in the film. And so it was a little bit of a pleasant surprise. Because yeah. I thought she did a, a great job, and I just didn't really know about her. Mm-hmm. I just know about the two parents um, and kind of them as actors. Yeah. Um, which was which was very exciting to see. Yeah, it was a great movie. I'm glad we saw it on uh, in May during the Asian – is it Asian American Pacific Islander – awareness month i believe so yeah i may be getting that wrong but um yeah it was really nice to to be able to go out and see a film uh showcasing a primarily asian cast it was wonderful yeah yeah so i really i really really loved it it was so good um so many more dildos and butt plugs than (laughs) i was expecting wasn't mad about it i loved every moment of it (laughs) so that was good um i'm so sorry sam i can no longer look at you while i'm doing this because my neck is a little oh sure it's however comfortable for you you've got a big kink in your neck lately i sure do just today not lately just today you want me to speak that evil in your life yeah don't don't put that evil on me ricky bobby (laughs) i got you a gift for mother's day you You remember what i got you (laughs) Uh, why don't we preface that by saying Sam asked me one day when he was very tired and I was very tired as we were getting in bed. He was like, what would you want for Mother's Day? And I was like, you know, I've been thinking a lot about what I'd like and I think I'd like a gorilla cart. And he just dead ass <laughs> is like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like it's a gorilla cart <laughs> I'm like yeah i i know all of those words <laughs> individually i've got a mental picture for both of them you put them together i'm not getting anything <laughs> well you put them together and you were like like donkey kong mario kart is that what something you want and i was like no what it is it's a imagine an all-terrain wagon <laughs> That You're you could... such a dork. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. What do you mean? <laughs> no, let's, they want to hear about your all-terrain wagon. <laughs> let's hear it. <laughs> well, it is. I guess it wouldn't be good in some climates. 
I guess you could take the wheels off and you could use it as a sled or a flotation. So maybe it is an all-terrain. Okay. Anyways, it's a real good wagon for carrying around your gardening supplies. And you can fill it up with mulch and it has a dump truck feature. <laughs> so you tell me how that's not all-terrain. Yeah. Okay. Well. So I got a, I got a gorilla cart for Veronica. It's at your podcast uh, plug of the of the quarter. <laughs> your podcast plug of the quarter is a gorilla cart. Is that yours? Is what I'm asking? No. I don't know that it'd be. I haven't even used it yet. Yeah. You just put it together for me today. So, and then it started raining. It's so. really coming down. Hope you guys can hear the rain out there, listeners. This uh, is a better mic. I don't think they probably can. Probably you can't, but it sounds very lovely from here in your sunroom. I love listening to the sounds of the rain. Yeah, me too. We might just sit down here and listen to the rain after we do this podcast. Remember, when we first moved in together, it was real rainy season in Texas, so we just had a limerita sit in the garage and yeah, chat in the rainstorms. That was fun. It was lovely. That was really a good time. Maybe we'll go do that after Sands Margaritas. Sure. But oh, so when I went to the Greek festival tonight. We went to a Greek festival today. There's a Greek Orthodox church just a block away from us. It's huge. It's enormous. Um, the city came out and put all these signs out, roadblocks and stuff because they only want people going one way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty difficult to get to our house. People are just like, you know parked all over the street it's really nice i love i love to see it it was great and it was my first time going into a greek orthodox church you could do a self-guided tour and i really loved it i thought it was really fun sure yeah it was very interesting to delicious food oh man that good food and a really good cake man the chocolate mousse so good oh yeah very rich yeah although i can't believe we didn't get baklava I know. <laughs> Although they had baklava cheesecake, which to me sounds like the perfect uh, Southern Greek. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really good, though. I loved it. And I really love our um, rich Greek community here. Mm-hmm. So There's lots of nice restaurants. Oh, yeah. So I, I feel like this has been the best place I've ever lived for Greek food. Yeah. So we have lots of Greek restaurants around, and so I really like I think almost every time, like, that we go out, it's either, like, some kind of American food or Greek food. It's yeah. one or the other. It's gotta be. Yeah, because, I mean, we don't enjoy the barbecue here, really. Not really. No, unless it's a Texas-style barbecue, and then, like, why bother? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of hassle and a little expense. Yeah. For something that's not exactly what we're looking for. And then the Mexican food is fine. It's fine. I like one of the Mexican restaurants. Yeah. It's there, great value. It's a nice experience in there. And it's very crowded all the time. It's very crowded. That's true. So that's one of the big reasons we don't go there all the time. Mm-hmm. But I like their food. I think it's really good. Very tasty. Um, But I got to say, I don't care for almost any of the Asian cuisine here. It's not been the best experience. Uh-huh. So... And then, of course, if you're Sam and you lived in the Bay Area of California, yeah. like, nothing compares. God, I didn't know how good I had it at the time. Culinarily, <laughs> it was a fucking dream. So, yeah. Started doing my podcast again. We had, I think, a five or six week hiatus. So, 
pretty nice to get back into the swing of things. That's great. Yeah. So we released our first episode in probably over a month um, on Friday. And then we are releasing, or not releasing, we're recording our 13th episode um, tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited about that. I have a bunch of stuff written for it. And so I'm excited to cool. see where the players engage. And the season like has been such a joy for me because I've been able to listen in real time almost, mm. especially if you're recording on Twitch on Sundays, which has been convenient for me. I'm usually just finishing up work or doing a little bit of, of casual work at that time so I can listen while I'm just doing that. Yeah. So that's been really nice. It's been fun to have you in the chat too. Yeah. yeah. For real. So I've, I've really enjoyed this season. It's been really fun. It's been good. Good time. Um, you've been playing a lot of Elden Ring and also sending me a lot of Elden Ring TikToks. That's true. I fucking love it. I love every <laughs> Soulsborne game. I got into Dark Souls 1, not the moment it came out, but before Dark Souls 2 came out. So pretty early on in the Souls life. And then I played everyone as they've come out since. Uh, and I really, really, really love them. Dark Souls 3 was my favorite for the longest time. But, you know, I each one of them has a special place in my heart. And Elden Ring has been tremendous. For anyone in the know, I haven't been able to like really throw myself at it the way I'd like, even though it is a lot of my free even time. The, wait, okay. He goes, I haven't really been able to throw myself at it like I'd like. He's already finished it. Yeah. He's fin he. What are you on? Your second or third playthrough? Second, second playthrough. Uh -huh. But it's been out for like two or three months. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It just takes like 80 hours to finish it. Oh, it just takes like 80 hours to finish it, ladies yeah, and gents. That's it. That's all. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. It just takes 80 hours to finish it. You listen it. to audiobooks, lectures, podcasts while you're doing it. You're not just, just doing Elden Ring ever. Okay. <laughs> it's like also book time. I feel like maybe the experience that you have with Elden Rings and Souls games in general might be a little different from a person who isn't as into Souls games. Yeah, that's the only time I get like, I have to play a video game though. It's like, yeah. when it's a brand new Souls game. Yeah. Right? Well, I can actually say that I have really enjoyed listening to you play Elden Ring. It's very beautiful. I think the soundscapes are really good. I have enjoyed seeing all of the different monsters and... Uh, just these uh, just horrific machinations of the creators. Mm -hmm. It's been really nice. I like it a lot. For sure. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so for anyone in the know, uh, my first ending, I did the uh, moon ending, basically, with Ronnie. Moon ending with Ronnie. <laughs> so we'll do something different. Maybe Fren Frenzy Frank Flame or something for the Frenzy second. Frenzy Flame with Connie. We're killing everyone. There's no, there's no one with you in that ending. They're well, you all, said with Ronnie. With Ronnie is the moon ending. Frenzied Flame is the one I might go through a second playthrough. Is that does that have a celestial body? No. Okay. You, so you know the tree is like the center of everything. You, you embody the fire within yourself that burns down the tree and the world. Oh. <laughs> in that ending, well, you're that... kind of the harbinger of the end. That's so good. That actually, you should have done that ending first, Sam. You think so? Yeah, that's so like our relationship. We had so, we had such yes. a, a a deep lore yeah, with of the our heart friendship. Tree. Yeah, 
So when we were just friends with one another, do you mind if I share this? Sure, yeah. Yeah, when we were just friends with each other, we used to play D&D all the time. And we had these two characters that we really loved to play uh, together with, Kim and Kilana. And um, we basically, like, I think, you know, if we were to have like a house sign it would be a burning tree mm-hmm. um, just because Kim was a fire user and Kilana was a homodryad tree so you would not think that those two characters belong together but it was a it was a great game yeah yeah I agree so absolutely it was fun I have th- th- that symbolism has not been lost on me and I mm-hmm. like how like one of the central images in Elden Ring is a giant burning Yes. Tree. Every time I see that when you're playing, I'm like, oh, it's us. Yeah, for yeah. real. Mm-hmm. So, um, what else? What else have we been getting up to? My mom gave us two e-bikes. Um, so I'm really excited to charge those up and go on a little ride. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I drove down to Texas to um, see my my fam back in April during the kids' spring break. And uh, while I was there, my mom was like, here, take these e-bikes. Because <laughs> she bought them and was like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'll take that shit. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited to have them. That's great. Lovely. Yeah. What else? What else do we need to talk about? We've been, uh, what, what about our television journey? We've been <sighs> watching Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting to watch any um Fiction, documentary, uh, reality, television show with Sam as the viewing partner when the context subject matter is Mormonism, um, even just events kind of surrounding Mormonism. You have such a really honest take and understanding of that lore, of that um, of the religious kind of belief and kind of what rings true and what doesn't. So I find you to be such a good partner to watch that with. Um, and I think that you really hate being associated with the church and you don't like to, I think that you don't like to be like the the go-to person to ask about Mormonism, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that we've been in situations, or you've been, I shouldn't say we at all, you've been in situations where people will call you Mormon or whatever, and it's very frustrating and just upsetting, you know, to, mm-hmm. to kind of be stuck with that. So um, I really appreciate you watching that with me and giving me the kind of, like the lowdown on what some of these things mean because you know sometimes they're just not very well explained and so it's really nice to to see that for sure absolutely by the way i didn't mention this to you off air or or anything but the only one thing that felt to me as perhaps uh, a fictional construct for television Mm -hmm. not like inauthentic to the spirit of what they're trying to portray, mm-hmm. which is probably wouldn't have happened exactly as portrayed, was how loud the conversations happened in the temple during a ceremony. Oh, sure. But I think that was probably understood as the viewer that we're watching conversations that maybe happened over the course of a day, abbreviated all together for the sake of them happening for TV, mm-hmm. but maybe they wouldn't have happened at full speaking volume right in this room right at the second. 
Yeah. The, yeah, I think the show does a good job at, like, you know, I know they had a lot of consultants, especially for temple ceremony um, depictions and everything like that. They, they really tried to make that authentic. But that was the only thing that struck me as, as maybe we're watching something that's been altered a little bit for for constructs of television. Yeah, but, for sure. But it's it's really good. It's really great. I didn't expect it to have such a past, present, and future deep embrace about um, people's relationship with life and death. Mm. kind of in that religious tradition and it being uh it, it was really interesting the the kind of specter of mountain meadows hanging over it just sort of in the background in in, in forming things and, and everything has been very thoughtfully done very interestingly done and i'm excited to watch more i've just watched three episodes so far it's really interesting mm-hmm. for anyone um worried about spoiling yourself uh you should probably know that it's it's loosely based off of it is a true crime show because it's it's based off of uh real murders that happened in, in utah uh with with a family that uh, will uh, that involve uh, a, a large family yeah um so i have a question so the scene that you're talking about is when one of the main characters is getting married. So are right. all of the people that are in there watching the ceremony of one person, or is that the ceremony for many marrying couples? This is a little bit hard for me to comment on because I never went through the temple. Oh, okay. And I okay. specifically, like, completely um, separate things before I would go through any ordinances or any, any temple stuff because I didn't want to participate in that. But I, I do know a lot of things. Um one thing I do know is that her kind of shock about what she was experiencing, mm-hmm. from what I understand, is is very authentic. There's a, you, you don't know about what's going to happen, what you're going to experience it beforehand. You're not, uh, in many circumstances, allowed to talk about it. And that's something that a lot of people have shared uh, often at leaving the church, is that uh, not being able to talk about people, what, what happened on that day. They've changed some ceremonies um, since then to now about what people mostly found um, upsetting. But uh, when she was touched, uh, I I think they'd probably call it anointed with oil underneath a a shield, which is a thin thing of of fabric. I think it's even less coverage than what they depict in the show, Mm -hmm. Uh, but very close to privates and stuff like that in an extreme modesty culture. Yeah. Where you don't know what's happening, you're not told to expect that. That's can be a very traumatic experience for a lot of people. Sure. A lot of people who leave the church, uh, men and women, have found that particular moment of uh, 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 what was supposed to be a, a very special day to be a very upsetting experience. Yeah. So that was very, uh, uh, from what I understand, very authentically uh, depicted. I have been told that temple marriages uh, can be a little bit of an assembly line, where the, you, there's a lot of people going through those temples. They were especially in the Salt Lake Temple. So oh, sure. the volume of, of folks journeying through that can be pretty big. Uh, I think that everyone that was in there for that marriage part of the uh, ceremony was for them. Uh, from mm. what I understand, it was their family and friends. Um, uh, but uh, for different temple ordinances, it, it, it might have been different people shuffling through the thing. You watch a video about Adam and Eve. Uh, oh, man, that's such a bummer. <laughs> The, that, can, the whole thing canonically like says that the earth is 7,000 years old, <laughs> which oh, is a big surprise to a lot of yeah. people. And, uh, and uh, the, the couple other things that you do, ceilings. Um, yeah. Ceilings are very similar to a Harry Potter spell where you hold clasp hands. 
Oh, anyway. that's pretty cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's magic. Uh, all of it sounds real boring. Not into it. Um, there are no beers. I hear the actor who to play uh, portrays Lucifer is hot in the temple video. So I just wanted. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the show Lucifer, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, it is hot." <laughs> no, it, he is in, smoking in the. the it, yeah, yeah, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. No, no firsthand experience to comment on it. But. Well, when I was a when I was a youth, my granny had a copy of this uh, Jacob and Esau. Uh, story and I fucking love that vid and now I realize it's because I had a crush on one of Jacob's wives and I was like she is really pretty <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny but um yeah so yeah we've been watching that we have a lot of television to catch up on there's a lot of TV watching that doesn't happen because Sam is in school yeah. and so we gotta finish the last season of Ozark Killing Eve Better Call uh, Saul. Better Call we Saul. We love Better Call Saul. Well, no, that's not out yet. It's most of it's out on AMC Plus. We just haven't oh, gotten the service, I see. so we can watch it all, all all at once. I gotcha. We got to start canceling some subs, man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're subscribed to like fucking everything right now, and I'm like, we should try that. What down. are we made out of money? No. This is we're not. Literally, we're not. We're made out of flesh and blood. <laughs> Uh, which are the tools we use to make money. <laughs> Capitalism, y'all. Capitalism. Oh, God. I hate it. It makes me sick. It makes you sick? I mean, I love money, but <laughs> sure. I wish it was easier to get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want that money tree. Yeah. 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 Money tree sounds great, actually. I'm excited to be making some money starting soon this summer. That'd be nice. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't tell you about my internet search. So I'm always looking for cool pieces of statuary to put out in the garden and stuff. I have a mermaid, um, a really nice bunny that I love. Uh, so I was looking for something and I was like, oh my God, I need something cool, like a statue of Hecate. Um, and I guess if you don't know, that's a common idol used in like pagan worship. Um, but also, it's just a Greek goddess. Um, the, she kind of like, uh, the one that I really like is her divided in three and searching, or in holding a lantern, not a lantern, um, a torch in three different directions as she's, you know, kind of back to back with all, you know, with the versions of herself, right? Um, searching for her sister who was kidnapped by Hades. So that's the one that I would really love to have. Um, so many times I felt like I found it, but when I looked, it was like 36 inches, and I was like, bullshit. I'm not going to buy that with my money. A 36-inch Hecate? A 36-inch Hecate. Hell no. How much would it run for? Oh, I can't remember. Hmm. I, I think it was like less than $100, hmm. which should have been my first clue. But And then our friend Adam sent me the best <laughs> statue um of this person it, it's like in an actual cemetery of this bare-chested woman who is dragging by the hair two other people i don't know if they're men or women um or if they have any kind of uh, uh sex indicators i have no idea but um she's just dragging them along the ground and i was like 
yeah, I'd put that in my yard. <laughs> Although, how, how do you sell your house with one of those, you know? You got to find just the right pagan buyer to, to buy your house when Can you're you ready to sell. remove the statue when you are ready to sell? I mean, it's very expensive, or not very expensive, it's very heavy. So it's like, where would you put it while you were showing the house? I you see. Know? Hmm. I don't know. But, I mean, if I find a large Hecate statue, I'm going to get it. Okay. I'm going to get it. <laughs> I've been put on notice. Yeah. Also, those are not very scary. Mm-hmm. It's just a lady with dogs and torches. You know? <laughs> Shit. Sure. Get on. And if someone else would be like, yeah, it's Greek. We live four doors down from the Greek Orthodox Church was about Christianity and not at all about the old gods. <laughs> what so. else is new in your world? Um, I think, I think I, I think I've covered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing okay at work. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they love you. Yeah. I hope, I hope they continue to love me. You're a problem solver extraordinaire. Thanks, babe. Um, let's see. Yeah, I got nothing. Ow, Sorry. don't pinch me. I he didn't mean to. He didn't mean to. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's all we got. <laughs> Is that enough for you, podcast? Is that enough for you? God damn. Are you not entertained? Jesus. You're always begging us to do these podcasts. Oh, I mean, like, we don't have time for this. We got Elden Rings to ring. We got Elden Rings to ring. We got to put a ring on it. (laughs) And you expect us to just come here and entertain you for free. Well, guess what? Well, I hope you're happy. Yeah, joke's on you. We're sponsored. By Halliburton. By Halliburton and Picanti hot sauce. <laughs> hey, have we ever told the uh, the podcast listeners about the fucking regional hot sauce of North Carolina, Texas Pete? <laughs> Isn't that just North Carolina in a nutshell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they want to be something else. And, uh, <laughs> and let me tell you, they don't do it well. <laughs> And uh, I, I was talking to Tim Lanning at a Vanguard recording about what is a North Carolina experience. And one thing we came to was Moravian cookies. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. real authentic. That's authentic. North Carolina experience. And that is truly North Carolina. Yeah. Like an apple cider Moravian cookie. Uh, like a nice Apple cider donut. Yeah. yeah. That, that's all like very authentic to hear. But there's a lot of brands that will be like New York this, Texas that. Yeah. <laughs> that are like North Carolina companies doing that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's silly. Little funny. Well, it's funny because you know I, I lived in California, Texas, other places, DC, places where like they are where they are, right? Yeah. And they're very excited about what what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny to be in a place who's just kind of, in some ways emulating those other places when they're in that in that food. Yeah. Well, I think that's what we should name this one. Texas Pete. Texas Pete. Yeah. The heat that can't be beat. Oh boy. Bye. Meow. Meow.